who I, I will say, I think her speech was the best. I loved it. She had this little quip that was like, um, I, I couldn't have, I, you know, we can't, I can't do this show without the whole cast. So this award goes out to the whole casting crew, um, but I'll keep it at my house, and <laughs> which I loved. I thought it was so great. Welcome to episode 38 of Theater Nerds. I'm your host, Rachel Jones. And I'm your other host, Taylor Reed. Theater Nerds is a podcast about our obsessions with theater, where we will explore all aspects of theater, musicals, and everything in between. This podcast is not set up to be a deep dive into technique or theater history, but we're hopeful that no matter if you're an enthusiast like us, or if you've only seen your local Pumpkin Patches production of The Phantom Tollbooth Jr., you'll enjoy this podcast. So cue the orchestra and come nerd out with us. In case you guys didn't know, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. That's right! You can also leave us a star rating and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. To find out more about the Theater Nerd Cult, check us out at theaternerdpod.com. Or you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Theater Nerd Pod and on Facebook at Theater Nerd Podcast. In today's episode, we're discussing a Tony's Rewind. Let's talk about this Tony Awards. Let's do it. Let's talk about be, it. Yeah, it's going to be a time, you guys. This I'm this excited time. about, yeah, yeah, I'm excited about our Tony's Rewind. It's been a hot minute since we been. have done one. Um, yes. Should we remind the listeners what our Tony's Rewind is? We should, yeah. Well, recently, you guys, of course, we did dive into all of Disney, so we're swerving away a little bit. This is very pre-Disney. I don't know, even because we just talked about Disney, I felt that presence of, like, oh, this is so before, like, the Disney time. Like, it's very different, the one we're doing today. But, yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, yeah, so our thir- our theater nerds, Tony's Rewind, Rewind. is where we look back, we reflect, we do some, you know, introspection, and we mm-hmm. say, hmm, did they get it right? And for this one, w- did they get it right? Who knows? We weren't <laughs> there. Um, and yeah, that's basically what we do here today at, at, at on the Tony's Rewind. <laughs> Yeah, we we uh, we think. How could we have done this better? Is also yeah, how we. Have. I think we could have done it better than the American Theater Ring. Maybe not this one, but some of them. For sure. Sometimes what? I don't have a lot of faith in the American Theater in Wing the and the motors. The the how many people party. are in the wing? Do we know? It's probably somewhere. I don't know. They did yeah. say how many voters there were. Did they? I was paying attention. I promise. Mm-hmm. I'm looking it up right now. It was right at the beginning. But, you know, this was only 30 years after it started, so I don't know. Because for those um, people that don't know, in the Academy of Motion Pictures, there's about 9,000 voters. 
Maybe that is wild. Time. Yeah. And then in the Golden Globes, the Hollywood Foreign Press, there used to be only about 70 voters for the Golden Globes, which is very small. But now I mm. believe there's like 150, which is still very small. Rachel, why don't you tell the good old people what the Tony Awards are, if they're not aware? Yeah. If you have no idea what the Tony Awards are, welcome, welcome. Come alongside us. It's going to be great. It's going to be grand. Mm -hmm. So the Tony Awards is like the Super Bowl for the theater. We say this every time and I'm like, it's really not, but that's okay. We're going to keep saying it. It kind of is. Yeah. It's It's like the big event. We watch on television. Yeah. It's it's the big event. That's what I would say. And, you know, it it celebrates many teams that are competing for a variety of awards, and it celebrates them from the year previous in the theater season. So it's not always marked by the physical calendar year. Mm -hmm. The awards were founded by theater producer and director Brock Pemberton, and they are named after Antoinette Tony Perry, who was an actress, a producer, and a theater director, and was the co-founder and secretary of the American Theater Wing, and the first Tony Awards were held on April 6, 1947, which is amazing because this Tony Awards we're going to talk about is the 30th anniversary of the Tony yeah. Awards. Yeah. And um, there are some other cool things for this telecast. So some things I just want to highlight them on the American Theater Wing Tony website right now as yeah. we speak. Um it looks like there's a lot of people on it looks like the advisory committee the um the board of trustees but i think like Cynthia Revo is on the board of trustees which i did not know oh i didn't I know that either um louis louis towns miranda who is lin manuel miranda's mother is on the <laughs> honestly incredible I'm sorry, what? um yeah i love that um, and then also like um latonya richardson jackson who sang jackson's wife is the vice chair of the board of trustees so that's pretty cool and angela cool. lansbury was an honorary chair um oh. yeah these really cool things um, but anyway, yes, let's, we're going to talk about, that's what the Tony Awards are. Um, if you guys don't know, welcome to the Tony Awards. We're going to talk Welcome. About- it's okay. You don't have to have a lot of knowledge, especially yeah. for this one related to the Tony Awards, because this was before yeah. we were born. It was like, like 20 years before we were born. Yeah. So 20, right? 30? No, 20. Yeah. 20. 80, yeah, 90, and, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It is um, actually 20, like, almost to the T, 20 years before yes, we were born. Yes. And for those that also don't know, um, we always, usually we try and find the Tony Awards that you can watch on YouTube, or um, we did one where you, where you could rent one on, on Apple TV or Amazon. Um, but we always try and put the link in the show notes so you guys can check it out. There is... A YouTube um, video of this. It's very sporadic. <laughs> it's because it was literally yes, taped on a yeah. VHS. I wonder if it was like multiple people's tapes and they just yeah. put them together. And they put it all together. Yeah, because it jumped around a little bit. But, you know, it was still fun. We got to see the performances. 
And yeah, um, so let's talk about it a little bit. So this is, like we've said, the 30th annual Tony Awards, which really isn't, I mean, 30, honestly, 30. Like we think about like the, I think the Oscars, they just had, they're like almost to like 95 or something. Like they think they're almost to their 90th or something. And yeah, so this is like really young. And honestly, it really wasn't even that long ago. It was yeah. the 30th Tony Awards. Yeah, it's the 10th anniversary of them filming the tony awards so it's the 30th anniversary of the tony awards but it's the 10th year that they've been broadcast Mm -hmm. and they mentioned that more times than they need to yeah it's like like a drinking game or something they they talk about (laughs) it like every five minutes gosh yeah so uh yeah this is uh it was held at the schubert theater which for those that love would like to know we do love the schubert here um so recently, it's had shows like Potus. Willy Wonka. Um, it, it did not have Willy Wonka. Oh, really? No. I'm sad. Um, Potus. It ha- it's going to have some like it hot coming. Um, it had to to kill a mockingbird, Hello Dolly, um, but also Matilda. Spam a lot. Spam a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah All right, I'm good. And Spam a lot. They both were here. Yeah. yeah. And also the the revival of Chicago, which is interesting, but then it got moved to a different theater, I guess. Yeah. So. The 1996 yes. revival that is still running. Still running and counting. So, yes, this this Tony Awards was not necessarily hosted by anyone. Um, it was just kind of, there was just a lot of presenters, um, lots of performing like singers during that montage of the medley oh i can't wait to talk about the medley the medley oh my goodness the reason to watch this is for the medley yeah the medley that didn't really end ever it never it was like 15 minutes long this medley yeah it was very long it was was a one-act show itself Mm -hmm. and then (laughs) so the shows that were awarded as far as like the plays we have We'll talk about the plays a little bit, maybe, but the um, we have Lamp Post Reunion, Knock Knock, The First Breeze of Summer, and Travesties are the plays. The musicals, we're looking at Pacific Overtures, Chicago, the original production of Chicago, Bubbling Brown Sugar, which was obviously my nickname in high school, and <laughs> A Chorus Line <laughs> are the yes. musicals, and then... I'm trying to, I don't know if there's any other shows, I guess. And there some was... other shows that were, ha- like, plays yeah. that were happening. Mm-hmm. Death of a Salesman. Right. Habeas Corpus. Um, and then, I believe, musicals at the time, My Fair Lady was happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just looking. But it... It's interesting. There's no revival. There's no revival. No, there's no category. There's no yes. revival category. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting because I guess it was that what was going to be revived. I guess like Oklahoma, but <laughs> all right, yeah, all right now. Um, but yeah, so there's it was a very interesting serum. I mean, I it was it's very long. It's um, so long. It's so long. I know and... this is the second Tony Awards where we've said it's really long. Yeah, We're really not I selling know. it for people who want to go and watch it. I mean, yeah, but the the opening was like fun and really cool and we'll talk yeah about the opening was yeah. the opening of a course line of a course line 
which was great. The only thing I was, I don't know much. I mean, obviously, I've never seen a chorus line. I don't know. I've never seen it live, or I think there is a mm-hmm. movie. Um, mm-hmm. But obviously, it's not, it's obviously the plot is not, like, difficult to understand, because it's about, you know, a chorus trying to audition, like, people trying to audition for a show. And I think a class that I took in, in high school, we did the I Hope I Get It song in the class. Of course. Um, if you haven't done that, have you really right. gone through high school musical right. theater? No. Right. So I thought it was, like, obviously, because Chorus Line is a huge, like, ensemble show. So I thought, okay, this is kind of appropriate. But also, I I wish I got to, like, know the characters a little more. That was the thing about the Chorus Line. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it was just, like... It was representing the choreography of the show and, you know, the show as a whole. But um, the other thing I was going to say just about the show overall is I do feel like, even though it did feel a little long, is that it, like, they did kind of, I was saying before we were recording, that it did feel like that they still rapidly, like, they got through, you know, they did, you know, the categories very quickly. Um they just kind of, there was no, like, in-between sections to, like, you know, have a joke or a laugh. It was very, like, very quick in each category. But then it also did feel long. But maybe this, like, medley section is what made it feel long. But I think also they there was a lot, not a lot of joking, but a lot of, like, rhetoric about about the Tony Awards. And, like, about yes. the first Tony yes. Awards. And, like, the first yeah. televised Tony Awards. And you saw some of that as well um that just it was very much like we were having a ceremony for a ceremony (laughs) Mm -hmm. and um yeah you know going quickly going back to the opening of this uh tony awards um the the opening number which i find interesting by the chorus line this is actually a chorus lines theater they are performing in um, the Schubert Theater. And so I find it interesting that the Tony Awards is being held at the place that A Chorus Line is also performing their regular performances. But I wonder if that's part of the reason why they decided that they could do that opening number because it's so big and everything. And they're mm-hmm. like, well, this is the stage we're used to. So mm-hmm. I, I, do, I do wonder. I, and I, I mean, I like it. I like what they yeah, did. Yeah, I think it it was like very. It started and it was just like chorus line, <laughs> like right away. It's um, just we actually were just watching yeah. a chorus line. Yeah, I mean, really. <laughs> how did you feel? Just to also kind of jump back. How did you feel about the show overall? Like, what did you think of it? What were your, you know, yeah. highlights? I mean, I'm so far removed from any of these yeah. actors and actresses yeah. being like special to me, so. That's also maybe on me, but I However, I, I think have a that special connection to two of them, which we will talk about. But okay, great. Yeah, I would if if I didn't know anything about this Tony Awards and um, I was just interested in it, I would probably just watch the performances and mm. the medley. Although there yeah. was this really funny moment where they called out all of the um, people who had accepted speeches over the 10 years that it had been televised and accepted it in like such a weird way. And they had a little video montage of people who had been terrible at accepting the speeches, but they kept going. Like they kept doing the bit. Like it just, no, I, it just, it was never ending. Like they literally were like, 
these are people that accept I'm we're not even joking that they literally were like these are the people that accepted this these speeches and the, they they did a funny speech and these people did a sad speech they cried and then they yeah and <laughs> it was, it was so it, I it yeah. was so interesting but also I loved it I thought it was very funny yeah I thought it was very clever but yeah I mean I I don't know I don't think we would do something like that now because everyone would just be like, well, I've already seen this. Like, we wouldn't do, like, a modern, like, oh, here's what these speeches look like because everyone can just, like, go on YouTube and watch this video. Yeah. I think the other thing that you have to remember is that this really did feel like a ceremony for the ceremonies. And so I it felt – Yeah. It just didn't have the same kind of, like – razzle dazzle that it does now where it's very much about entertainment this was about like actual ceremony and i think there's a difference mm-hmm. i think that we even now in the t- tony awards we do a lot more of the razzle dazzle part than we do with the ceremony part yeah. and that's not necessarily a criticism i personally like some of that but i think that this was a moment of like you know we're not showcasing broadway divas here really except for in that medley right. and for the performances right. but it's Patty different was nominated she was nominated <laughs> um so yeah yeah and i yeah. i mean i also feel like we've talked about in the past about how it's hard it feels like such an unfair advantage for plays yeah. during a tony award and i well, still felt out about it i mean there was like that guy that like brought up that was like oh people always say we don't represent the plays or whatever but then they didn't really represent the then they plays. didn't do anything like, about it i yeah, mean at least yeah. in the clip that we saw so right yeah right. it was a very it was very strange it also again the video we watched is very grainy and obviously not to i mean we're thankful there is a video to watch but Yes. It was sometimes difficult to understand kind of what was going on. I don't know if you felt that, but I was. Oh, like, well, the yeah. lines were going, and you were like, yes. "What is happening? I'm on a boat." Am I on an acid trip right now? Like, what the heck? is this? Television? In the middle of the 1976 <laughs> Tony Awards. Yeah. Maybe. It was crazy. It was crazy. Oh my gosh. Um, okay, should we talk about the performances? Yes, absolutely. What um, was your favorite performance? You know, I don't. I. <laughs> They all were special, the medley. Special. Can I say the medley? You can say um, the medley. I mean, it was. A I feel like the medley was a hundred percent my favorite performance. Yeah. yeah, it was so good. It went on for so long. It was. I. I kid you not. I think it was fifteen minutes long. Do we want to list the shows that they sang from? Yeah, I wanted to. Yeah. Can we just talk? Since this is my favorite, can we just quickly talk? Yeah. Let's deep yeah. side dive side into dive the medley. Into the medley. Yeah. Okay, so this medley was in the middle beginning part of the show yeah yeah right i mean yeah. we'll give you guys a time tam- a time stamps i i said time tamp time st- stamp of where of where the medley begins you can also just watch the medley there's a link yeah oh oh okay that's good stuff. but um it's on repeat for rachel yeah don't worry but i will say it felt a little early in the show like we i think at this point you'd only seen one performance which was which was chorus line so it's weird to have a medley feel so early and normally i as an aside typically in, in most recent years a medley that's performed at the tony awards is often in 
uh, tribute of uh, someone who died, a composer who passed away. So mm. there was a Sondheim medley recently. Mm. Or, uh, you know, someone who's receiving a special award, like a composer or a person who's receiving a special award and they've been in however many shows and those are the songs that you sing. Right. Normally, medleys are not actually in, like medleys of shows are not really in our current Tony Awards. I, I would say our hosts might create a medley of many of the variations of song but then they change the words and it's funny and it's you know designed to be making light of the situation and then of course there is sometimes have been a medley of previous the previous year's um shows as an opener mm -hmm. um yeah but normally medleys like this don't exist so that's why yeah, i like i think that's why i like it it's its own thing first of all there are four people singing yeah. Um, just four, really. Yeah. This song, this medley, and the medley is designed to sing to you the shows that I guess people, the general audience, or these performers and the producers feel like were snubbed at past Tony Awards. I mean, yeah. the pettiness is insane. It's amazing. I'm here for it. Yeah. It was a yeah. Tony's Rewind before Theater Nerds existed. <laughs> and literally, it's so great. And there are so many shows. And it's not just like so they sing, but like they sing and introduce it. They're like, this show mm -hmm. lost to, uh, you know, when they're introducing My Fair Lady, they're like, this show lost to Hello, Dolly. And then, you know, like they're when they're introducing Gypsy, they're like, this show lost to, right? And you're like, right. oh, my God. It's so yeah. funny. It's yeah. it's so great. So the shows that are in it um, are, or the songs that are included are from these shows. Annie, Get Your Gun, High Button Shoes, Where's Charlie, Where's Miss Charlie? Liberty, oh, Call Me Madam, Paint Your Wagon, Wish You Were Here, Can Can, Peter Pan, Mr. Wonderful, Bells Are Ringing, West Side Story, Flower Drum Song, Gypsy, Camelot, Milk and Honey, Stop the World, I Want to Get Off, Funny Girl, Do I Hear a Waltz, Sweet Charity, Walking Happy, How Now, Dow Jones, Hair, Pearly, The Rothschilds, Grease, Pippin, Gigi, and Shenandoah. What? Wow. The actual so Also, didn't they say that West Side Story had premiered 10 years previous? Maybe. That... I can't remember. So, that's crazy because that was Sondheim's first show. And it's just crazy that he's, like, I don't know. It's just crazy to me. Yeah, 50, 57 was on Broadway. So, so yeah. It, yeah. Literally 10 years, just, almost. I, also, I did West Side Story. Not, I guess it didn't win. Didn't West win a Tony. No. It didn't win any Tony. No, no. Time. So some of them did win Tonys. That, and he right. said it. Like this, this performer won. Oh, that's right. But yeah. it didn't. It did not uh, win Best Musical. Right. That's right. Because didn't um, Tita Rivera? Didn't she win? As from. From West Side Story. So. As, West Side Story, they won Best Choreography and Best Scenic Design. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this medley was super fun. It was really, there was a lot going on. I loved the Peter Pan part. Just, you know. There was so, <laughs> thankfully, <laughs> yeah. I just, for thankfully, 
there were little cards that said the show because there are songs you know right there yeah. at least for me they, these are like oh these are songs i know and then to some of them i totally know what they're from right like annie yeah. get your gun and wish you were here and peter pan and mm-hmm. bells are ringing and west side story but like flower drum song i knew that song but i didn't know i didn't know that mm-hmm. show and so it was mm-hmm. nice to see the little plaque about the show but yeah. it is crazy to think it, this was a great moment for me because I think we all, we often, you and I, Taylor, talk about how we're not convinced that the Tony Award is the end all be all for a show's, you know, viability in the world. Right, right. And when you think about all of these shows not winning mm-hmm. Best Musical, mo- yeah. most of them I know, I know songs from or I know of, I grew up knowing. Yeah. And not necessarily in a different caliber, right? Especially that funny girl and Hello Dolly situation where it's like, I knew them both just as mm-hmm. well. Um, well. Especially your favorite one, Grease. I mean, for those that, <laughs> for those that know yeah. on the show, Rachel's favorite show is Grease. So. It's my favorite. Um, mm. Yeah. I wish Cats was in here. Uh, was Cats invented yet? I don't know. Was Cats um, invented yet? I think relatively recently yeah. after this. Hold on. I looked up Cats without the musical. I know. And that just popped up a lot of different things on my... 1981, my right? 1981. Oh, yeah. So not that long after this. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, it was super fun. I actually... I enjoy... I think as far... I enjoyed the medley. I enjoyed A Chorus Line like a yeah lot because i had heard that song before and it was really cool it was actually really cool to see each group do the same dance and like see yeah each, each dancer like so the concept of the song if people don't know is like they're auditioning for a show and so they would split them up into groups like they were auditioning you know like doing a dance audition like a dance call mm-hmm. and that was really cool to see all of them um in that and then the chicago one was interesting <laughs> I was like, why did they pick this yeah. song? Yeah, I was, I, yeah, no Gwen Verdon and no, um, no, uh, Cheetah Rivera. Like, that's so, I feel like they're like the biggest draw to that show. Like, why don't I you... just felt like also yeah. when we're thinking about Fosse, this was, yeah. there were other, other songs that might have showcased yeah. the choreography better. Yeah, and also I don't know Chicago very well, but all, I was so I was watching the song, and literally in my head as a joke, I was like, that would be funny if he just like started stripping his clothes, and then he actually started stripping his clothes. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? And then I was like, how far are we taking this, Mister, you know, Chicago man? So, Jerry. Uh, that's, Jerry his, yeah. that's his real name. I don't right. know what his his character name is. Yeah. Um. Let's just you know. Uh, Billy Flynn, you know, there we said go. it four times in the opening. Yeah, that's Billy right. Flynn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Billy. Um, so uh. yes, also, wow, so many people that, um, were that so many interesting people that were nominated this year. Um, I don't know mm-hmm. if there's any specific, so I think we can say now too. So, Chorus Line was like the big hit of the season huge i mean we've talked about on these tony awards how sometimes there's like one show that kind of takes everything or sometimes Mm -hmm. there's like a couple shows or maybe just two or maybe sometimes i don't know have we done one where there's like a real spread around like 
it's not just one show that will like it's a real like wealth of a bunch of stuff i don't know maybe within the plays but mm. i'm trying to think of the musical yeah stuff. i don't know i mean i yeah. th- one is coming to mind but i can't really remember yeah. so i don't know yeah. mm-hmm. um so but this year in 1976 a chorus line was the big hit and i have heard interviews with people original cast members of a chorus line and they have said that it was like it was mayhem like people would like camp out at the theater and like that's so crazy for tickets and like stuff like that and like it they like it was just a big hit all around and like i think some songs were like on the billboard charts and stuff like Mm -hmm. that so yeah it's kind of crazy to think about yeah it's crazy it's crazy because like i know a chorus line but i didn't know it was like that popular like it's Mm -hmm. crazy yeah, I think that that's a good point. I also agree. I don't like. I can't imagine us reviving a chorus line, but maybe we, maybe we would. But yeah, it was nominated for twelve Tonys and yeah. received nine, yeah. Yeah. which is in pretty insane. Considering yeah. you know a lot of Tonys who I mean, when we think of current day Tony awards, which is difficult. There are more categories mm-hmm. than current day Tony Awards. This there are not that many. So the ratio of being nominated for twelve and winning nine of them is pretty pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There was a original London production, um, and then there was a two thousand six revival, Brown Broadway. There was a twenty twelve revival in Australia and a twenty thirteen revival in London, um, and then there was the film in seven in when was this in 1985 there was a film version so that's the the version i've seen i have not seen that so uh i gotta get on that it was on netflix at one point but who Mm -hmm. knows anymore broadway hd it's also had like let's see one two three four five national tours so that's crazy it's just so crazy yeah or in north america that's what it says yeah that's huge. That's that's yeah. What a what a big hit. Um, and also, I believe it started at the Public Theater, which is where um, Hamilton started. So that's interesting. I love that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So Course Line was the big hit. I don't. I. I mean, it won like best original score, best book. It won best choreography. Like, yeah, which, which was a like, shock. It was a shock. Oh, I mean, it's not a shock to them, but it's a shock. It's a, right. a shock to me. Right. Because because Bob Fosse. Because Bob Fosse. Because Chicago. Right. Well, that's interesting. Also, I didn't know how Prince. Oh, I'm looking at direction. I'm sorry. Okay, never mind. I was like, how Prince did the choreography, but then I was looking at the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It. Yeah. I guess the Academy just like really. Also, there's that thing of like, this is a show about like the business. A show. I so, mean, yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. yeah. And so, it's also about love, right? Like, it's right. also. Right. You know, about deciding between your, the love of your life, which is theater, and the love of your life, which is not theater. Right. Which I I think is probably a big identifier within the theater community. I am curious as if people, if it's more accessible to people who've never done theater or if this is like, oh, because we've all lived it, we like it. Or maybe it's the opposite of like, it's so interesting um, to like Mm -hmm. see this inside perspective, quote unquote. Well, I think 
it was appealing for New Yorkers because that's such a like Broadway is a big part of New York. Um, yeah, but I mean, that. if people were coming from all over and seeing that show, if that was the number one gross show. But do you Honestly. think that people were coming from all over back in the seventies? That's the thing is that we talk. Yeah, about people, people were traveling. I mean, not for, not in the same way yeah. that they do now, but yeah. Yeah, I guess when I think about Broadway in like that time, I think more of it being like a local and like not as a big no. thing as it is now. But I don't it's know, it was huge. I it dare I say so. that? Yeah, dare I say at this point it's like close to its peak. In 76, you mean? In yes. in the 70s. Yeah. I mean, in the late 60s, early 70s. I mean, you have ginorm hits. You have mm-hmm. Hello, Dolly. You have Funny Girl. Like, you have huge, huge hits. Not Tony winners. Neither of them. No, but you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hello, Dolly was a <laughs> Tony winner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, but, and Company was a big hit. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that came in 1970, so that was a big hit. But yeah, 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 yeah. This, I mean, and this ran for 6,000 performances. Yeah, that's a long time. It's, yeah, yeah it was a yeah. long time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's it interesting. Also won a Pulitzer like, Prize. Yeah, for sure. And not many musicals have. I think 11 have. So, yeah. uh, it's also interesting because something like Chicago is, you know, obviously popular now. But back then, I think it wasn't that big of a hit. And then it opened again as a revival and then it was now it's like a jugger like what the two shows that i that people i mean maybe three shows that i always encompass with broadway are like phantom chicago lion king and maybe wicked maybe the four and yeah like they're yeah chicago i wonder if i mean now that phantom's closing who knows what will close but i think um, that's what's hard yeah I, I want to read this one thing that it says here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. it yeah, we talked about it opening at the public theater. And at the time, the public theater had to borrow $1.6 million to produce this show. Uh, and in, it, in advance, word had spread so much that there was so much demand that it was an entirely sold-out run. An entirely sold-out run. <laughs> Yeah, with no internet at the time, so... So I want to say people were coming from all over to see the show. And I think you have to remember that, like, there were... This is the time also of, like, movie star fame and other things, like, big hits. You want to be at the big hits thing, you know? that's It's different now. We're all like, what's the niche musical we can bring up? Yeah, for sure. In the telecast, yeah. So I I think this... That, you know, people, I think people were flocking and when they were flocking, they were coming to the thing that they had heard. And so marketing value was really, really big here. And to have a pre-Broadway run be completely sold out in advance is absolutely, absolutely insane. And it ran until 1990 on Broadway. So it's crazy. Oh my gosh. That's such a long Mm -hmm. time. That's a long time. Um, Still not in the years we were born, though. So there's that. No, you're uh, right. <laughs> I do Fair want to point. say something that made me think of that is that during the telecast, every presenter would come out and say, like, where they were from <laughs> and, and, like, how they got to New York, which I thought was, like, cute. And then, like, the fifth time Until it wasn't it, cute? I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm good. 
Yeah, and also every time, like, so obviously there's so many stories now about, like, Bob Fosse, and then there's the Bob Fosse limited series that... Um, which you should watch on FX. Which you should definitely watch with Michelle Williams and um, Sam Rockwell. But um, Fosse Burden, I think it's on Hulu, I believe. But It um, is, yes. Yeah, and it's funny every time they sh- they sh- they would show Bob Fosse, which also I think... Um, the technology maybe was like like they they were still figuring out so like every time they'd call a category they would like show the faces on the screen but i still feel like the technology wasn't all the way there so sometimes it would be like wait is that a person i can't really tell <laughs> and every time they'd show bob Fosse, it looked like he was like so like disinterested it didn't look like it looked like he didn't want to be there, which may have been a you know now that we know he could have been like drunk or high, and b mm-hmm. he could have been just like upset that he wasn't winning anything, wasn't gonna win. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Although he is the person that won an Oscar, an Emmy, and a Tony all in the same year, so that is crazy. Later on, which is insane. That is, that's absolutely insane. Actually, yeah. yeah. Um. So I mentioned earlier that I had a personal connection to some of these winners and yes, I knew of one of them, but I did not know about the other one. Okay. And it just blew my mind that this happened. So I just got to tell this, this little tidbit. So I knew that Kelly Bishop, um, the best performance by a featured actress in a musical that she won, um, for a chorus line, because for those that don't know, of course, my obsession with Gilmore Girls uh, is long lasting, and <laughs> Kelly Bishop is the matriarch in Gilmore Girls. She plays Emily yes. in Gilmore, and um, the best actress in a featured role in a musical had some good, like there were some great people in it. That Virginia Seidel for very good Eddie, Patty Lapone for the mm. robber. Bridegroom, which also didn't look like Patty Lapone at all. They showed her, and I was like, that doesn't look like Patty Lapone at all. Priscilla Lopez for a chorus line for, uh, and those people, most people, I mean, some maybe older folks who know her from a chorus line, but kind of more modern, uh, more uh, younger people would know her from In the Heights. Um, as the, as which is the, also wild. Yeah, very wild. Um, and then winning was Kelly Bishop from a course who I, I will say, I think her speech was the best. I loved it. She had this little clip that was like, um, I, I couldn't have, I, you know, we can't, I can't do this show without the whole cast. So this award goes out to the whole casting crew. Um, but I'll keep it at my house and <laughs> which I loved. I thought it was so great. So the, uh, so uh, what was crazy so is that the best performance by a featured actor in a play Went to Edward Herman, who played Richard Gilmore on Gilmore Girls. So two <laughs> of these actor winners, featured actor, were uh, in Gil- It legitimately blew my mind. I was like, what the heck? I was like, did Amy Sherman Palladino just, like, watch this Tony Awards? And she just watched the 1976 yeah. Tony Awards. She was just, like, obsessed with the 1976 <laughs> Tony Awards. And, yeah, it blew my mind. I was Whoa. like, I wonder if they met each other here. Like, they're both theater people. Like, I wonder if that's where they first met. And then, mm-hmm. like, you know, 35 years later or, tw- you know, 28 years later, they get to play husband and wife together. I'm like, that's so cool. Oh, it yeah. blew my mind. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, oh, I love goodness. that. Yeah. Uh 
That's and another, I mean, I would say, yeah, it's crazy. It's a small world. It's such a, yeah. I guess, yeah, I guess it just really means there's like five actors in the world that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think the other thing is that we now, I don't know what the ratio is now just because we have an explosion of television and everything right. else. But just a reminder that a lot of people do start on the stage or have mm-hmm. been recognized on the stage pre or post their time on screen. Yeah. Um, and that there, there's a lot that is overlap. There are a lot of people who overlap between those two worlds. And yet still we have really hard time trying to figure mm-hmm. out how to, to merge them within our communities. Yeah. So, well, and then there are a lot of stage. Yeah. There are a lot of stage people that have difficulty going to the screen and, you know, yeah. but then there are well, you a know, lot of state screen act, you know, moving film act, or movie and TV actors that, We'll stay there and then just go do a Broadway show every once in a while, which we've talked about yeah. before. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other, I think the other, the other person I wanted to shout out who we do know is Meryl Streep, who was nominated as a, for a best performance by a featured actress in a play. Yeah, I was trying to see if this was. Let me look something up. Like when was her first? Like was she the? Was she Meryl Streep? Or was she just like, do you know what I mean? Like, was she like, oh, had she, like, won an Oscar yet? Or... Was she Meryl Streep? Um, do you know what I mean? Let me look. I'm looking at her Wikipedia. I think that this was one of, I think this was her first job in New York. Are you, that's so crazy. Or second. I think so. Something like that. Yeah, maybe so Maybe Streep... it was later. Well, Meryl Streep, the woman who's been nominated for, let's see, like 30 Academy Awards or something like that, or 28. Um, yeah, so her first win was in 1980 for an Academy Award. So, yeah, it was four years later. So, yeah, she was fresh off the boat, Meryl Streep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. this was a year after she moved to New York, apparently. That's so crazy. And she so. went to Yale. I don't know if you knew that. She went to Yale School of Drama. So that's crazy. Um, yeah, she was best featured actress, but she in a, in a play, but she did not win. So no, she did not win. She yeah. did not win. I, don't I wanted she's to ever say, won Tony. Oh, really? One of the things related to Chicago is that I I was looking at like why was has it been such a success from the 1996 version versus mm-hmm. the 1975 version and. Um, you know, I looked at the, the, the songs and some of them are rearranged. Some of the songs are rearranged mm. and the title technically of the show changed. So, which is minimal, but it is interesting. Yeah. In 1975, it was called Chicago, a musical vaudeville. And in 1996, it's called Chicago, the musical. Mm. Um, and very distinct, very distinct you yeah. know. A trivia fact for later, but I I do think that they're they're clearly they worked through something. I wonder if the book was any different, mm-hmm. um, considering some of the songs were rearranged differently. Um, but yeah, and now and that's been the one that has run still on Broadway. Yeah, still running. I think recently had um. James Monroe, Eichelhart, and at one point, and of course, Pamela Anderson this year. So it's been a big year for Chicago. (laughs) For sure. Um, Also, I don't know if you felt this, but this Chicago, this was 70, you know, 75. 
and the cabaret movie that Bob Fosse directed was in 72. And Isn't that I felt crazy? like the costuming was a little cabaret-esque mm-hmm. of the of the dancers and everything. Mm-hmm. I felt like I felt like that was interesting. Well, I feel there's a lot of similar elements yeah. both yeah. to both of the shows, right? Like mm-hmm. of the setting and where it is and what it's between and kind of mm-hmm. the characters who are on the stage are maybe more uh, risque in nature. I don't yeah. know. And yeah. so have similar, you know, clothes or oh, I can yes. imagine that this kind of goes into the category of, you know, of that where it's like yeah. at some point you can only, I mean, I'm sure you could be very innovative, but at some point yeah. they, these things lend to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're similar. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Moulin Rouge is definitely like a more, I think it's almost like a more heightened version of of Chicago. Like it's like Chicago on steroids almost. <laughs> like and that's how they're going to advertise it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Why didn't you take my marketing team? Come on. Come on now. Um, the only thing, though, I, was there, I don't know if there's anything else you want to highlight um, I mean, it's cool that uh, some people that were nominated that uh, Tova Fieldsha, Felcha, who is currently in Funny Girl with Lee Michelle, was nominated yes. for Gentle. That's exciting. Um, of course, we talked about Cheetah Rivera and Gwen Verdon being nominated. Um, Jerry Orbach, who was playing Billy Flynn at the time, well, I was watching his performance, you know, watching him strip his clothes. <laughs> and I was like, wow, this voice sounds really familiar. I wonder who it is. And then I looked up his name, and his name sounded familiar. I was like, Jerry Orbach. I wonder who that is. Looked it up. Guys, we're not done with Disney, because he voiced Lumiere in the Beauty and the Beast movie. <laughs> Did you already know this? Yeah, well, I looked me- it up because I had oh, the same okay. thought as you. <laughs> You're li- I thought I was going to surprise Rachel with this news. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. But yeah, I was like shook. I was like, oh my gosh, it's Lumiere. Also, he didn't, uh, you know, he put on a really good French accent. So, I'm just saying you can do all things. Yeah. A so range. It's called a range. Yeah, it is. It is called a range. <laughs> um, and then the last thing I wanted to shout out is that this was the first year that they did a regional theater award. And I thought this was really cool because they awarded the Arena Stage Company in Washington, D.C., which I think I've seen shows there. I don't know if you have. Yes, Uh, I've seen shows there, too. So and they talked about like their broad spectrum of programs that they have um, and the woman. (laughs) Yeah, it was it was really cool. I was like, wow, what a great like first award to go to. And it's still Arena Stage is still kicking. They really are. Yeah. They're still a blockbuster and have a really yeah. a lot of really awesome stuff. Yeah. I think last year, two years ago, they had If You Can with Corbin Blue. And yeah. Yes. And that's where Evan, Evan Hansen premiered. And I think Next to Normal played there before it went to Broadway. So they've had a lot of, yeah, a lot of cool stuff. So this was a very interesting Tony Awards. I mean... Listen, when you're going to, I thought it was fun to go back and watch some of these older ones. Of course, the recordings of it are going to be a little less, you know, HD. (laughs) 
it's it's cool though it's it's it is cool yeah and i think like you know now I'll, i'll think about now i feel like i need to go number one back and watch a chorus line again the movie mm-hmm. but i also think like maybe it makes me think about the influence of these shows at this time in a different way mm-hmm. um because i think we've talked about this before right like i just we have a assumption of what should have won based off of popularity present day and that's not always the case and popularity current day of the tony awards also isn't always an indicator of success Mm -hmm. but um Mm -hmm. it is interesting to be reminded that there's you know there's more here than what we might remember now however many years later yeah and it's also it's it's fun to go back and look at like Broadway's, I mean, not that this was like the beginning of Broadway by any means, but like, you know, older Broadway shows and to see like, yeah, kind of what the origins were a little bit. And they were still, I mean, it was more diverse than I thought it was going to be in the 70s. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, <laughs> um, that yeah. was interesting. And, you know, Pacific, o- what did you think about Pacific Overtures? I felt like is i don't <laughs> i felt like the song choice yeah what did they sing something about floating in the middle of the sea advantages of floating in the middle of the sea great yeah yeah um yeah, yeah i mean it's... i don't really know i've only listened i maybe have listened to this mm-hmm. music maybe once maybe yeah. i don't think i've ever so i felt this. i felt like i've could maybe listen to it again it also felt a little weird it felt weird but Mm -hmm. i was looking it up and it said it's probably sometimes least recognizable show like it's the one show i maybe then like merrily we roll along but i feel like but that's so good yeah is one that people are starting to know also because danny radicope's about to be in it so there's i mean yeah we're we're here um, for it yeah. But anyway, I might go listen to a chorus line. Go listen to Kelly. I've never, I don't think I've ever really heard Kelly Bishop sing, so I'll have to listen. I'll have to, yeah. I'll have to listen to it. Yeah. I don't and know then, if I've listened to the original Broadway production of this. Oh, yeah. I don't know. So I'll yeah, have either. to do that. Yeah. Yeah. We got some homework to do, you guys. We... Um, yeah. Always. <laughs> We always got a little more homework to do. Uh, Rachel, Honestly. thank you for having this discussion, this 30th. Thank Tony you. Wars, this Tony yeah, Tony this is great. Guys, I go know. watch it. It's, it's uh, you know, it's it not, you know, the fashion also was interesting. So there's that. It was. Nothing, though, as crazy as the early 2000s fashion that we talked about yeah. a while ago where you're like, yeah. what is going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing will be Hugh Jackman's long hair. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it's true. It's true. All right, Rachel, let's talk about character of the week. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. This is a time, in case you're joining us for the first time, this is a segment where Taylor and I think about how we've been feeling like for mm-hmm. this past week, yeah. and then we ponder hard or long maybe sometimes yeah. short yeah. but yeah. also hard that's it don't uh, reveal our um, secrets <laughs> <laughs> about what theater character also it's has like those thoughts feelings back to back don't tell them what do you mean 
I don't know. Uh, yeah, so um, this is a vibe, a segment, you know, where we... Yeah, we really love this segment, and yet every yeah. week, no one tells us who their theater character is, yeah. and we're sad by that. Can you, you guys, yeah. take five minutes, yeah. think about who your theater character is, yeah. and let us know. Exactly. We have a form on our website. Go check it out. As I'm about to say, we would also love to hear from your characters... So comment on our social media pages. Do it. Do it. Take five minutes out. You're up. Are you on your lunch break right now? Just do it. Just take it out. Take the phone (laughs) out and go to our social media. Tell us who you are this week. You may get a shout out. Here's the thing. You may get a shout out. You may, you know, at so-and-so said that their character was Spongebob. Who who knows? Maybe. Um, That sounds like me. Rachel, why don't I tell you who my character is? Tell me. We spent so much. No, so this week it's listen. As of recording this, we're we're doing a fast turnaround to the next since the last episode. Just kidding. Um, this is Monday, mm. so we're recording it on the first day of the week of the work week. I'm feeling a little like optimistic about this. You know, it's the first day of the week. Mm. Feeling a little like bright eyed. You know, I didn't work today, so maybe that's why. But, um, <laughs> there's that. Yeah, speak for yourself. Um, but anyway, I feel like maybe, like, I'm more, like, first act of this character, who's a little more, like, oh. bright-eyed. Anyway, I'm feeling just optimistic, and I'm Bach in Wicked this week. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not second act Bach, but first act Bach, I'm definitely, you know, oh, just, just bright-eyed. I love and, that. Yeah, it's the opening, you know, beginning of the week. We'll see how it goes. Maybe the end of my week will be second act box. Oh, my gosh. I love that so much. That's so fun. Yeah. And who who is Bach going to be in the show? Do we know? Who do in you want Bach to be? Yeah. Yeah. I've, haven't I said this before? Tom Holland. Tom Holland is Bach. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Who else? We who, love who it. Who do you want to be Bach? Um... Joshua Henry? <laughs> Why? It's not you always, always him, okay? Line, you always want no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> now I'm crying. <laughs> or maybe uh, Carlos from High School Musical. No, yes! 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah that was it. Yeah, I, yeah. That was going to be so loud. Good luck editing that. Mm-hmm. But I'm <laughs> excited for that. Yeah. Rachel, oh, tell me who's your character this week. Okay, well, unlike Taylor, I'm not feeling rested, <laughs> but um, feeling rested? yeah, kind of. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, I feel you know it is the beginning of the week, as Taylor said, and I just feel like there's a lot to get done. Once again, there's an event soon for work. And I also feel like the spooky season is, like, slowly slipping away, and I just feel like I have mm. lots to get yeah. done. I went out um, to Target the other day, and there was Christmas stuff out already. So. No. I rebuke yeah. it. No. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just feeling like that, but I also feel like, mm-hmm. you know, part of getting things done means that you have to be motivated, and mm. this character is certainly self-motivated, And she fixes things most of the time because the two boy idiots can't figure it out. Mm. And um, I just aspire to be her. And that's Annabeth Chase from Percy Jackson, the Lightning Thief musical. Love it. um, Played by Kristen Stokes. We love her. Uh, That's amazing. Yeah. Percy Jackson Mm -hmm. is a personal fave of Rachel's. So it's Um, true. It is true. Yeah. 
It's true. Guys, if you would like to join in on our discussion on all things Tony Awards in 70... Listen, if you went to the 1976 <laughs> Tony Awards... Or, let us know. Or, or if it. you watched it live, let us know. Or listen, if you're a Gen Z and you're interested in anything in the 70s, go back and watch it. Um, and, you know, tell us who your character is this week as well, as we said. So check us out on our social media pages. Check us out on our website at theaternerdpod.com. And you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at theaternerdpod and on Facebook at theaternerdpodcast. Thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you next week. God, I hope I get it. <laughs> <laughs>